Hear ye, hear ye, all my people. You're over here listening to Nikki Knows Best, the podcast. Now, y'all, I have more pet peeves than I'd like to openly admit, but I really despise bad grammar in email. It makes me cringe. Now, a little backstory here. My mother was a teacher, and in our house, she would not allow us to speak certain words. And to be quite honest, she still doesn't. She even still to this day corrects us when saying simple stuff like, hey, mom, she will only accept hi or hello because hey is for horses. Can you believe that? So growing up in a predominantly white school system to my fellow black students and peers, this turned into me being that girl who quote unquote talked white. I don't apologize for my parents' teachings because it served me well, but I can code switch just like everyone else. Side note. Um, I just learned what code switching meant. (laughs) Now, I mean, this is not like a new idea. Like black folks have been code switching forever. It's what we do. But I just learned what like we actually coined it with a name. So I thought that was kind of funny. And for the record, um, I'm not that old. Uh, I'm like a part of the first generation of millennials, technically speaking, even though I don't claim to be a millennial. And please don't take offense to this if you are also considered a millennial. Now at work, something I see all too often is people writing how they speak. And unfortunately, the company culture hasn't changed that much to accept bad grammar in the written form, especially at work, folks. Please do yourselves a favor and proofread your emails just like you were supposed to do in grade school before hitting send. Having good grammar will make you look good to your audience of professionals, even if you don't always speak the best of grammar in real life. Emails should not read in shorthand like a text message. I think we become so conditioned to speak in short form that we're losing the art of communication skills altogether. God blessed everyone to have their own unique strengths, and I understand that some people just don't have the quote-unquote good grammar tools growing up, but they may not know any better either, and I get that. The good thing is there are online tools like Grammarly.com that can help And no, this is not an ad. This is just me really like doing some digging and finding out what tools are out there. I tell myself this quote and I mean it in everything that I do. To thine own self be true, which comes from Shakespeare's Hamlet, which by the way, I had no idea where it came from before now. And I just looked it up. But I've heard it so many times that the phrase just stuck to me. But in this instance, if you already know that spelling isn't your strength, then you should be using some spell check before sending any form of professional communications out there. Your audience doesn't know you can't spell that well, and you don't wanna embarrass yourself whenever you're sending the wrong variation of there, there, or there in an email. People like me who know the difference will sift that out in a heartbeat and will be looking at you sideways every time they get an email from you. It's okay, folks, to invest some effort into your weaknesses. So as I mentioned before, I recently started mentoring two young ladies. Um, And without getting too much into the particulars, um, I'm learning so much and I'm loving mentorship. Uh, But something I wanted to share publicly that mentorship for me in the past was I wanted to find someone who looked like me, who was in a position that I wanted to be in that I could glean from. And that's all I really sought after. That's what I was seeking. I never have found it. 
But something I have found is the ability to learn from everyone that crosses my path. So what that looks like is when I first started out in my career, I had a really bad manager. He was horrible. He was terrible, okay? Like he was a micromanager. He wasn't that much older than me, but his delivery was just terrible. Like the way he talked to people, um, if you ask him a question, he would ask you a question back, almost as if you weren't trying hard enough to, to, to find the answer on your own. Um, and so it really taught me to be diligent in trying to find my answer before I ever approached him with a question. Now, the good thing is I became proficient in trying to find the answer. So because I was going about it that way before I tried to find like the shortcut to the answer, which was asking, um, that's the easy way out, by the way. But um, it made me more proficient and it made me better because I was finding the answers on my own. So I had to grow up a bit. Like, I think I was like 23 or 24 when I first got that job. But it, it taught me how to not take the shortcut to get an answer. And it sucked. I hated it. It was like a painful process. It was like, I think I worked for him for five years before he ended up getting promoted into a different area. But during that time, I was just like, man, I hated having to deal with him because he was just so, ugh. like I said, it was all about his approach. And even though I ended up learning a lot, it was painful growth because I just didn't like to learn from him. But like I said, my biggest lesson was he taught me how to fish, right? You know, in the Bible it says, teach a man how to fish. Um, so I learned from that. Um, I also had uh, a team lead at the time when this manager was my manager. Uh, my team lead was the type of person that would help me find the answer, but he would give me like a breadth of information. He gave me a whole lot of information to take in because he wanted me to conceptually understand what was going on. Um, and I understood that, right? Because I mean, even though at the time, right, I was young and I just wanted the answer, I could appreciate the fact that he took the time to give me more than what I needed because it gave me everything I needed to know that, hey, in this situation, this, this, and that, look for these variables. Um, and so it also, it was a different way of teaching me what I needed to know. And so those are things that I actually still use to this day. Um, when my staff comes to me and they ask me questions, uh, I ask them, I'm like, well, what do you think? <laughs> and that irritates people. And I know it irritates people because that was what my manager used to ask me. What do you think? But here's the thing. The thing that I, the biggest lesson that out of that, that I got was that it's teaching me to think instead of teaching me to have a crutch. It was a hard lesson I have to learn. And I know that my team hates it when I pose that question to them, but it is what it is. Like I'm trying to teach them to think because if I'm out of the office one day, if God forbid I get hit by a bus, something crazy happens to me, you need to be able to do your job. And you can't rely on one person to have all the answers. Like you have to be resourceful and figure it out. And that's what it's all about is being able to problem solve, right? 
And so I had two different um, leaders giving me two very different approaches, uh, but they but they helped. And even to this day, to this day, not only do I ask my team, like, tell me what you think, I also give them a breadth of information because I want them to understand it's not just this answer in this particular, it's not very black and white. You need to understand how the whole process works. With my mentees, I tell them, to think about things as the big picture. It's not just about this. It's about how all of these pieces work together, pieces of a puzzle. I talk about this on a regular basis with anyone I really encounter uh, in a deep conversation about life, about situations, about making decisions, about making plans, about goals, setting goals, meeting them, um, about how they play a part in the team. It all is encompassing right and it's all about the same thing it's all about how we how we get there how we get there how we can be stronger how we can contribute but that's not it right like that person was not a mentor my manager was not a mentor for me I did not like him (laughs) to this day I tell people I will never work for him again but he was probably one of my biggest teachers in management um, because he taught me how to teach other people how to think which is, uh, it's a big deal for me because my thing is if I have to think for you, I don't need you. So if you are a person who's an individual contributor who wants a a position in leadership in the future, you have to learn how to um, teach your people, give your staff the skills they need, soft skills, hard skills, right? To be successful in their job. So Again, he was not a mentor that I sought after, even though all along I was seeking mentorship. I got so many valuable lessons from him because of how he was. Now, mind you, I do all things with my own personal style and so can you. But it's all about taking something that you're learning from somebody. It doesn't matter who that person is. It doesn't matter how long you have to encounter or endure that person in some cases, but it's taking something from everyone. Everyone can be a teacher, right? So it doesn't matter if you're in a conference, if you're in a meeting, if you, um, like for example, there's people that are on my team right now that report to me that I seek moments of mentorship from them. Anyone can be a teacher. So don't limit yourself to saying that, you know what, I'm a black woman, I need a black woman in a major leadership role in a Fortune 500 company that is a CEO or a fill in the blank title to follow after. White women can also give you gems of knowledge. White men probably are the best people. (laughs) I'm just teasing. Anybody can be a teacher. Don't limit yourself to just a box because no one fits into just one box. Don't limit yourself. Allow everyone to be a teacher for you. That's one of the big things that I try to get across to my mentees um, just so they can take advantage of the opportunities while they're here. And um Hope you know, as I hear with them, I meet with them every week. So as I talk to them, I'm hearing things that they're doing. 
not only from themselves, but from others. So it's good to hear them taking on those things and just learning and uh, and following it. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. But I wanted to share that publicly because it's also something that I've learned. It's a big lesson that I've learned. I was fitting myself into a box. I was fitting other people into a box. And I can learn from everybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your position is, what your title is. Uh, it doesn't matter where you work. Um, it doesn't matter your race, your religion. I can learn from anyone. I'm open like that. I didn't realize I was learning from from other people, but I am. I have been. I've been doing that for years. I just didn't know it. So I pass that on to you. I hope this message finds you well. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you are a blessing to others. Um, Please, if you have questions uh, regarding your workplace situations, need some help or advice, uh, you can always reach me at yourcorporateblackgirl.com. Using the backslash Ask Nikki, you can find me online, hashtag Ask Nikki, or at Nikki Knows Best One. Until next time. Hear ye, hear ye, all my people. You're over here listening to Nikki Knows Best, the podcast.